Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I'm joined by Paul Lewis, the LinkedIn video creating, TikToking, face swapping superstar. If you've seen some of his videos online, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, one thing that I learned only yesterday is that Paul has never been a mortgage advisor, but he has over 20 years experience when it comes to sales and training in huge companies such as RBS, Churchill and Mansfield Building Society. So this is the guy that you want to be listening to. Paul has recently joined the Money Group, and after a ridiculously business busy seven weeks from the launch, I've managed to nick a slot in his diary to have a chat on the podcast. So welcome, Paul. Thanks very much for coming on. No, no worries. Thanks for being patient with me, Chris. Much appreciated. <laughs> so we, we raised this a couple of times. I had to cancel once, and then you had to cancel. And then you, you were launching the website, weren't you, at one point? And... Yeah, we've, we've added a few features on the website that... that... I'm not going to say that we've had teething problems with, but I think there's, there's been ways that we could have uh, made it a little bit easier, not just on the eye, but also for, for brokers and lenders. So we've took that feedback on board and, and then changed it accordingly. You don't know these issues till it's live, do you? I always find that. You need to have that real-life experience with something, don't you? You do, and I think that was the reason why we what we've promoted is a, is a soft launch. So, okay, you know, we're not launching with, with every single lender that, that, that will be part of the panel um, at, at TMG Club. And again, you know, we, we're going to evolve as well as as we go through. Um, and at the end of the day, we're working with some of the best lenders and some of the best brokers in the industry. Mm. So we need their feedback to be better at what we do. Uh, we'd be ignorant not to not to take it. So, so yeah, I think- we'll, we'll improve. You're everywhere at the minute. And I think everybody will agree with me. By the time this goes out, it'll probably be you'll probably be eight weeks down the line. But they're everywhere. The money, and we'll get we'll get onto uh, we'll get onto the marketing side in a bit. But testament to you guys, your marketing team, you're everywhere, aren't you? And that's where Paul's been for the last twelve months. If you log onto LinkedIn and don't see Paul's face at least six, seven times within thirty seconds, you're not using LinkedIn right. <laughs> no, that's it. I know it's. Um... It's a, it's an odd one. And I mean, to be fair, just to give credit where it's due from the social point of view, you know, I was, I was approached and have been approached by several lenders and then TMG uh, regarding being managing director of the mortgage club. But a huge part of that was self-promotion and a huge part of it was, was making a noise and getting people looking in, in my direction. And ultimately at the time it was Mansfield Building Society. Um, and, and again, like what you just said there, so I appreciate that. I'll, I'll slip you that tenor after. Uh, <laughs> the same with the money group, um, because, it, you know, if you don't shout about what you do and, and, and you don't tell people how good you are, then then you can't expect others to do it. So that's our approach and, and we'll follow it, I think. Well, everybody's seen it all over LinkedIn, but can you give us like a 15, 20 second summary of the money, sorry, the, the mortgage club and the money group as well, how they... So the TMG, so the Money Group is, um, it is a, fran- a franchise of brokerages. Um, so we've got 16 brands spread across the UK, um, as far north as Teesside, um, as far south as London Money. Um, but again, yeah, 16 brands spread across, um, some fantastic brokerage, uh, brokers um, working there. And again, all the year um, brokers. The TMG Mortgage Club is a brand new mortgage club um, that is very, very lucky to have a brokerage part of it. 
So we've already got 70 brokers that are actively looking to use it. So that's a very good sell when we speak to our lenders. Um, but we want to be a mortgage club that removes barriers. Uh, we want, and it's in our best interest for our brokers to have the best possible relationships with the lenders. And again, it's the same from a lender perspective. So obviously my background is lending. Um, as a lender, all you want is access to the brokers and being able to, you know, to speak with them um, and, and talk with them, educate them about the products that you've got, uh, the, you know, outside of, of, of area mortgages that you've written. Because, it, you know, the old adage is that we're coming off the back of one of the most bizarre times that, well, most bizarre time I've ever known. Um, but criteria has changed. People have dipped in and out of the market. What you thought you knew a year ago is, is totally different to now. Um, so those relationships are absolutely essential. Um, so that's the reason why we want to be a mortgage club that removes barriers and brings our brokers closer to the lenders that are part of it. So that's a little bit of an overview, yeah. That's great, great for me to know as well. But it's great to have that sense of unity, isn't it? And that because working from home at the moment, um, not having to go into the office, it, it can be very lonely sat at home. So to know that you're part of, even if you don't speak to those people, to so say you're part of a group, Mm-hmm. with the likes of yourself and Dave Corbett heading it up it's nice to be just to be able to pick up the phone to you and and hear those funny northern accents <laughs> <laughs> well not with Dave <laughs> yeah it's, de- it's definitely an accent thing isn't it but yeah I'm told I'm I get this is a brummy. I'm, I'm taking the nick knowing Mike is even worse <laughs> I don't want any hate dropped on the bottom of these on the podcast God, hey, don't, no, I'm, I'm good with that yeah it's it is that and like you say it, it's, it's nice what we've got because we are part of um, of a wider group and I mean obviously I'm in HQ at the moment so our head offices are, are in Rotherham um, so I'm, I'm surrounded by good people our marketing I've got Rebecca our marketing manager um, Scott Thorpe is in so you know we're socially distanced and, and fine to be working where we are albeit I'm old enough to have had my jab already so I'm, I'm saying um, but yeah it's, it is good and we've got obviously brokers that are working downstairs um, and then another another company to the side of us but again all part of the money group but there is a nice community there um, and the, you know like what we said about working from home I think I found LinkedIn LinkedIn is my preferred platform with, with business but I found that the group that, that, that my LinkedIn group shall we say have, have kept me going and have you know helped me no end um, during lockdown. I mean, who'd have thought we'd have had three lockdowns? Mm. But, you know, it's, it, it, again, it's that togetherness and, and other people that get you through it, definitely. It's nice to have that team. And I, I want to touch on beforehand, we was talking about the t- last 12 months have been unusual. We never would have predicted them. But the mortgage market is one area that's gone, and the property market, it's gone from strength to strength. Now, a lot of conversations I'm having with people, which you're probably having very similar ones with your brokers, is, People are wanting to expand their mortgage teams at the minute, aren't they? And they're looking to hire. Now, you're, you've got a massive background in sales training and obviously building rapport with your with your clients. What are the top tips you give to people if they've just just hired, say, a broker and they want to get them up to speed and get them train, training and trading as soon as possible? What are the top tips for you to be, for somebody to train somebody like that? I think it's knowing it's known where the skill set is, um, and, and it's also knowing the direction of travel, uh, what good looks like. So I think for me that there always has to be steps along the way of checking in. Are you where you need to be with that? Right. Okay. Brilliant. Then we'll move on to the next area. Um, I think mortgage broking is 
is in like, like what we just touched on there it, it's a, a very hard job to stay on top of because criteria changes all the time lenders change all the time directions of travel for the lenders change all the time and then you go through what we've what we've just had um i think that there's you can you can learn a lot from the people that you admire and respect and and look up to um i've always i've always believed that when i worked at church and insurance that Again, that, that was more call center based and, and, and covered quite a lot of the, the training that you would do there as part of a group and part of a team. I think one one on one training is is without any shadow of doubt is, is, is the best way to go, um, because in a group, it's quite easy to, to go through a subject, feel that everyone has got a good grasp of it and then find out two weeks, three weeks down the line that it didn't quite sink in. Whereas I think one to one training is, is far better for that. And I think it. I'd rather know less, but have a better understanding of what I do know, because then at least there's a specialism that, that sits there. Um, and I, I think that's always been something that, that, that would, um, again, translate across across any organisation. Um, and again, we've, we've touched on it there, and obviously we're going to touch on it quite a lot today, I, I would assume. But even even your social media platforms and, and you, you know, you look, at, you look at people that are writing business and I tend to find a lot of the... Uh, the more confident, the better brokers that are out there are, are promoting themselves accordingly, and, and they're doing that. They're doing that online. They're doing it via LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. They, they, they've got podcasts like yourself, Chris. That that they, you know, they they're getting that information out there, and they're being seen for it. I think that that again is a is another great route, um, and and try and try and get close to other people and understand what it is that they're doing. How did they have success? Because you know, you, you look at you look at Will Smith. You're not going to be like Will Smith as an actor, but you could look at the things that he's done, and you could work towards it. Um, we bring out names within our industry that are that are very very good at what they do. Lee, Lee Flanagan, um, who is part of, part of the Primus Group, will bespoke. Again, very very good at what he does. Very successful with with what he does. Um, and again, you don't look to replicate and do it their way, but you know they found something that works. Yeah. And I think it's just a case of, of honing that in with, with where you sit personally as well. Um, it won't always work. It, it won't. Um, the, the old saying that Rome wasn't built in a day is, is so true, isn't it? You're going you're gonna to try and fail hundreds of times, but when you, you know, every time you keep coming back to try again and try again, you've got the experience of the failure from, from the previous attempts. Um, so I, I think that that would be my route forward. One-to-one training, people that you trust, and then look um, to see who you admire within the industry and ask people, them what they do. People that have been there and made the mistakes for you almost, isn't it? That's, oh, yeah, yeah. If you, if you can gain experience from somebody that's been there and done it, you know not to make that mistake. And it's something I spoke about on LinkedIn um, a few weeks ago, looking, for, looking at, say, business coaches, for example. I, I question, and somebody can call me out on this, I question as to why you'd hire somebody a business coach that had never built a business. And I appreciate there are going to be someone anomalies in there, but your best, some of your best football managers never really, well, have always played football at level, apart from Mourinho, because he never played football at a level. Mm. And and then, do you know what I mean? It's though it's that type of thing I think. Always try and get your experience when it's been there and done it. That, that yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. And I, and I think that's, and you, you can find an awful lot from books as well, can't you? But I think the, the only thing that like I say that you've got to be careful of with that is, is that, that again, I, I keep going back to this and I hate that I'm being 
so negative talking about the COVID period, but there's been so much that's gone on with it. Mm-hmm. Businesses have adapted so much during this period than, or so much more in this period than, than what we would have expected throughout the next five to 10 years, probably yeah. in as much of staff working from home and HR departments, again, working from home, how, how does that work? But yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Um, but I, I think like you do, I think that you would, you would definitely be going to speak to someone that's, that's created several successful businesses if you were then looking to, to get that advice on how to build your own, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Right then, so on to the social media part of the podcast now. We're going to be here for the next probably 7 to 12 hours, depending on how much we get through. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, got any social media. <laughs> this is where, well, to be honest, you, you are in the position here at the moment because of what you did on LinkedIn, weren't you? Can you explain how you kind of got speaking to the guys at where you are at the moment? Yeah, so b- bizarrely, um, Scott, who is the, the founder of TMG, contacted me in August, let's say August of last year, um, to say that he would like to put me on a shortlist um, for two awards that they were doing as part of the TMG annual awards. Uh, they were going to be virtual, done online, hosted by Ashley McKenzie, who's a brand ambassador for the Money Group. So I was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds interesting. Uh, the first one was for best LinkedIn account of the year. Um, so that was the first one, and the, the, I wanted that one. Uh, the second, the second one was best overuse of self promotion. <laughs> so, but, but he did, he did try and sweet talk me. Now I know that, that, that there was no way of trying to sweet talk me. But um, he was trying to sweet talk me to tell me that it was a you know a really good, really good award to go for. Which in the end, Lee Flanagan won, bless him. Uh, I did that. Awesome. and him winning the other. But it, it, again, it goes back to, to that same point. Self-promotion is, is absolutely huge. It, it, it's that confidence piece. Um, and if you're brave enough to get out there and do it, then, you know, it, a lot of people, or 40%, 30% of people are going to hold you in high esteem anyway because you're brave enough to take the, the chance to do it. So I won the award, won the Best LinkedIn Account of the Year award, came in um, to, to see the guys because I've never met them face to face. I was working at Mansfield Building Society at the time, wanted a better relationship with the money group. I liked how they'd gone about their awards. It was totally different. They'd done a Best Beard of the Year award as well. And there was lots of different awards that they'd, oh, right. that they'd put in place that made them look different and quite fun to work with. So I, as, as head of intermediary at Mansfield, wanted one of my BDMs to get a closer relationship with the TMG brand. Um, and, and, and then they could have one designated person that we could see where we went with that relationship. So we started doing that. Um, and I mean, I didn't realize this at the time. I just came in for a chat and obviously had a really good chat with Martin Stewart, who's the CEO. And then, and then Scott Thorpe, who's the MD of the group now. And um, I didn't realize I was being interviewed. <laughs> Uh, so they asked me my take on the industry, my take on what mortgage clubs are, what, what benefit do I get from them? How would I shape a mortgage club if, if, if I could do that? I mean, I did think to myself, there's a lot of questions here about a mortgage club for me just coming in and getting it. my award and my curly whirly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted my charitable donation to seed, uh, which, which you thankfully are doing as well for me. But yeah, it's, um, it, it, was a, it was a strange one. And then I, I think I was driving home and it must, it must have been about, I don't know, 20 minutes into the drive, Scott had rang me and said, look, um, we'd really love to speak to you about coming in and, and, and taking on the club and, and heading the club up for us. We know you've got the lender relationships. We know that you would want to take it in the same direction of travel that we would as a mortgage club. 
uh, they'd already started work in the background to, to, to speak to lenders to see if it would be uh, popular and, and, and would, would lenders buy into it. And then that just dovetailed. Um, it, it was the perfect right. opportunity for me. Um, I, I loved my time at Mansfield. Um, I, I'd wax lyrical about, about Mansfield and, and about mutual building societies. But I, I just felt at the time I'd taken it probably as far as I could take it to, if, if, mm. if that's been fair. Uh, the role was changing at Mansfield, so it was going to incorporate looking after the direct proposition as well as the intermediary department. But I thoroughly enjoyed the intermediary side and I could see further expansion that, that could have been done that way. But again, Mansfield have only got X amount that they need to hit on a yearly basis. Um, so it would have probably meant a lot more time in the office, which which again is is fine. But it would take me away from the part of the job that, that I love. Um, and, and that's getting out and about and, and spending time, not just with the brokers, but obviously with the lenders as well. So, yeah, the job sung out. Um, yeah, so, so without, without you being on LinkedIn, and, and the reason I wanted you to tell that story is for people to understand the importance of LinkedIn, mm-hmm. not LinkedIn, sorry, social media as a whole. Without you promoting yourself on social media, do you believe that you'd be sat in that position there right now? Not a chance, not a chance. Um the a lot of it is reason so i mean my my boss that i had at at mansfield took an amazing punt on me to take me in and and put me as head of intermediary at mansfield and i'll be forever grateful to him we're we're very close still um he's he's just booked in to come and see us next week um so that's richard chris but great great guy um but he took a punt on me because he could see me as a relationship manager so my previous role at, at rbs was a senior private banking manager and he thought that role would be a perfect fit into what we were looking to try and do. And he always told me, and he, he sat me down three, three days into the job, and he said, if you're memorable, you stand out from the crowd, and you're honest with what you do, um, he said, you won't go far wrong. And I literally just stuck to that from, from start to finish. Um, I looked when I went into Mansfield, and they hadn't really done a huge amount of shouting about who they were. There was the marketing department that were great at what they were doing, um, but it, it didn't stand out from the other lenders that were there. Um, I didn't have a huge marketing budget at Mansfield, and, and Mansfield don't, um, as, as would be the same for a lot of other lenders. And I can't compete with the likes of your Precise, your Virgins, your NatWest. I'm not going to be paying £15,000, £12,000 to be a platform speaker and, and presenting at, at, their, at the events that are put on throughout the industry. Um, so I needed to try and find a route in to be heard by as, as many people as I, as I possibly could. Um, so LinkedIn was my, yeah, was my weapon, weapon of choice. Um, and, and here's a big one for you. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. How, yeah. Much, how much does it cost for you to be on LinkedIn? <laughs> Free. I'm, Free. I've, not even, I've, not even, I've not even upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy you know, I've never no. used the gold one, to be fair. No. <laughs> no. Free That's charge. the power of it, isn't it? Um, how, if you t- tell the listeners, because some people might not be on LinkedIn, but what's the biggest reach you've ever had on a post? Um, so I've had several that have, that have, gone, that have gone really well. Um, I think 60, 63,000. I can even find out now. Let's have a look. How, how many people does it sit at Wembley? Do you know what I mean? How many seats are in Wembley? You fill the stadium of people that have seen your face. That's mm. how strong social media is. And I wanted people to understand that without LinkedIn, it's 
for you, it's presenting an opportunity for a great new challenge for you in what you're doing. Mm. But for them, it could mean new leads from people, new mortgage leads, new protection leads. Well, that, that's it. And I think th- th- this is what, so I, I sat down and had that conversation with the guys at the money group. So one of the first things that was said here is, you know, we want our guys to embrace LinkedIn, embrace social media, shout about what they do. Um, and I totally get it. Yeah. Totally get it. Every single person that's on LinkedIn, irrespective of, of, of what's what, is either in a rented property, um, is in a mortgage property or about to some, somewhere in that mix, there's, yeah. there's a dream and aspiration of a mortgage. So they're all clients instantly. They're clients. Yeah. And the same for insurances. They've all got home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, pet insurance. So from where we sit with what we do, everyone that we speak to and can engage with on LinkedIn is a client. Um, so it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to make an impression. But those people needing that service doesn't necessarily mean you have to do posts about that service, does it? Because your most viral, your viral posts are you have, you know what I mean, Superman flying next to the window or your face on Roger Moore doing a skit. Do you know what I mean? This is, we just wanted to get across to people that it doesn't always have to be serious because the things that normally this kind of content's boring, isn't it? Mortgages, protection, insurance is boring. You've flipped it on its head and made it a lot more interesting for people. We, we, we tried lots of different ways. So we tried to, at Mansfield, we tried to do it the way that others were doing. Um, and it was doing okay. It was, it was doing fine. Then we tried to, or I, um, I tried to attach myself with other influential people within the industry, mm-hmm. which I found would work. And you tag them into your post as well. And, and that would work. So that would double the amount of people that would see it and potentially engage with that. Um, and then it just, it just grew legs. And I think, I think you're right with it. I, I, I tried um, to take it away from it being a sales pitch and it'd be more about personality and more about being memorable mm-hmm. than it was the actual product itself. The product is there anyway. You're going to deal with me if you need to deal with me, but you're going to deal with me for a mortgage, but I don't need to tell you about a mortgage. It's yeah. We just tried to, anyway. Yeah. We just tried to create it at the point where if you didn't know Mansfield Building Society before, and hopefully you did now or you do now. Um, and and yeah. that's what we tried to do. And, and ultimately it went from there. And it was just one thing after the next. We did another one that was really good. We, we brought another um, a member of staff in. And I just seen, again, this is that thing about copying other people and looking to see what they do and then try and throw your own twist on it. So we tried to do it as a football press conference that we'd made a new sign in. And we did it with the flashes going off and everything else. But it was just different. It was just different. And anything that can stop people scrolling, yeah. on LinkedIn and gets them to stop and look it's hang time in in what you're doing and again it's that same thing my name and the brand that I work for and that's that's the power of your personal brand yourself that if after you left Mansfield Building Society say for example you sold lawnmowers you went into the lawnmowing business and you sold lawnmowers people would buy lawnmowers from you because they know you it's not that you're a lawnmower specialist do you know what I mean but because they, they built, they bought into the trust of you. But don't forget, this hasn't happened overnight. And no. this is what you have to realise. It's taken you 12 months to get yeah. to the point yeah. as, as where you are now. I think that what, what a lot of people tend to do as well, and this is this is that try and fail. I, I don't have that in me anyway. Um, I'm too competitive. So I, I, can't, I can't start doing something and then walk away from it halfway through. I've, I've got to see it through. 
Um, and you know, if, if you went about LinkedIn and social media that way, the amount of people that would be on there now would probably be 25%, 20%. You can't take it personally. You've just got to go out there and try something different and try and find a formula that works for you. Uh, what I do isn't going to work for everyone. I see a lot of amazing people on LinkedIn and some of the content, I mean, I'm, I'm going to struggle keeping up at 43. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff I've seen done on TikTok, there's no way I'm going to get near that. I mean, some, some of them are almost like movies now, aren't they? Um, yeah, they are, yeah. They're all music videos. Half the, half the songs of the chart are all off TikTok now. It's unreal. It's absolutely unbelievable. But yeah, it's it's just finding it's finding something, finding a niche and, and finding a gap that's there. I mean, I started, so I started at Mansfield in September 2018. I think I tried my first video probably about two months, three months later, maybe something along those lines. And I was warned at the time, don't do videos. So right. that, this is that, great. This is what I want people to hear. It's that that tells you what that and that was that was someone heavily trusted within the, within the industry that is very prominent with the industry and very successful on LinkedIn. And that person said to me, "Don't do videos; they won't work." Now, they do work. Um, that could change um, again. I think the thing is just keep your content fresh. Change it. Yeah, up it doesn't and, matter how and, you put yeah. it because yeah. some people, yes. I, I do appreciate, I do speak about video a lot. Um, I mean, I'm the kind of person that doesn't really do polished content like yourself. You create the videos. It's more ad hoc Instagram stories, but people mm. see my face. Mm. Some people really, really aren't comfortable with video, but they might be fantastic at writing long form content blogs. Do you know what I mean? Maybe doing yeah. something, running loads of polls. But for people that want to do video and are a bit hesitant, what's your top tip to people to just go and do it or is that the only message you're going to give people i spoke to so so went and popped to see one of our brokers as, as part of the group and we were chatting with him about the, the content that they're looking to put out and we're working with them with, with a campaign that we'll do through through tmg and he the first thing he said to me was he said i can't explain to you how many times i've gone to put something out and then not done it mm -hmm. and it's that it's that apprehension the thing for me is and and again i don't think it's a false confidence i just it just is the way that I am anyway. What is the worst that can happen mm -hmm. if it doesn't go well? Do you know what I mean? What's yeah. the worst that can happen? And 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 that's that that's kind of where it where it is. Probably, I mean, I've got very lucky with a lot of the stuff that I've put on there. It's been tongue in cheek. I've I've jumped into a paddling pool on a Friday night at five o'clock and Oh, was that the one in your suit? I remember that from uh, that was last summer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I probably went a little bit too far, I think, during lockdown. But end of the day, <laughs> that was the only interaction I had with people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That and that and my neighbours who were watching me jumping into a pool. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, look, it, it, what's the worst? What's yeah, the worst? What's the worst that can happen? Go and have a go. Yeah, it might be marmite, and 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 fifty percent of people don't like it. Fair enough, but fifty do. Um, and, but what you know, I would say is go and try, go and try video, go and try long form content, go and try imagery, see what fits with you, see what mm -hmm. fits with your audience, because there might be you are you're dealing with a lot of, you know, what I mean, high profile doctors that wouldn't respond to a kind of funny video. They might respond to a more long form blog yeah. post about the state of the market over the next 12 months. And I suppose you've got to tailor it to your audience. For you, it was about a lot of brokers the people that you wanted to attract attract for business 
were people that just wanted to escape on LinkedIn, weren't they? And to watch somebody diving into a pool, great. <laughs> That's one thing. Did you have you ever done anything on any other platforms? We do. So no, we didn't. It's, we didn't at Mansfield. Um, we've started doing a few little bits and pieces on um, Instagram, and again, I've never been a fan of Facebook, um, but but again, we've started doing a few bits on Facebook as well with with TMG. So we're going to give that a try. Um, Twitter's never been something that, that's massively appealed to me, whereas I know a lot of other people um, are, are really, really fond of Twitter. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are, aren't there? It's, I've never, I've never tried it, and I think because I put and, and we go back to that point of what you know what you do with LinkedIn to get the most from it. You've got to put the hard yards in, and there's no getting away from that. And it's not all about your posts; it's sometimes about other people and engaging with them. And engaging on their posts, liking their posts, giving them feedback on things, sending them a quick message every now and again, whatever it may be. But it, it's all about engagement. And that yeah. I'm not saying I do it just so that I get more engagement on my post. It, it, there's a community that's kind of grown on the back of it. Um, and I see a lot of other people, like I say, that are flourishing that way as well. So it's not all just take, take, take and like the things that I do. It's it's giving back as well. And, and again, engaging with us on their content and support. And I want to tell the perfect story here because Paul practices exactly what he preaches and Paul probably won't remember this but when when I started on LinkedIn I started on LinkedIn probably last Feb March time really started to get into it and I, I watched one of your videos and I just put a comment it was one of your feel good Friday videos I think it was okay. yeah and I put a comment just saying what was that what? Friday but yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> um, so I just I wrote on there I was like great video maybe laugh blah 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 and then what you'd done is you'd replied and said, oh, did you see last week's one? I did so-and-so. I can't remember what the video was. And I went, no, no, I'll check it out. Well, in, within five minutes, you'd sent me the video through LinkedIn Messenger. And then all of a sudden, I remembered your name like that. And that's the difference between, yes, engaging with people, but just follow it up with a message. Or if you can't do that, just make sure you drop them a comment and like and interact with their stuff. As you said, you can't just put all this content out every every day and not engage with the people that are commenting on those yeah, it, it's such a big thing isn't it exactly and i did the same when i started at tmg so when when that one came out i don't know if you've seen that i did we did the paul merson where he was talking about me joining them and everything else and we we purchased yes. a, a memo for that so we put it together put it all in place as if it was sky sports news but the way that I view it, if, if someone has got the time to leave a nice comment, then I owe it to them and me to reply to them or just say thank you or whatever else it may be. So albeit you're ridiculously busy, I would still sit on there on the phone probably till 10 o'clock at night just replying back to people all the next day. Um, because again, people won't necessarily remember the fact that I did respond, but they might remember the fact that I didn't. If that makes yep. sense. Good point. So yeah, they remember the negative rather than the positive almost. Yeah. And I think the flip of what you said there with engagement is, and the thing I hate with it, so if you're linking with someone, I, I've got no issues in linking in with people. The thing that I don't like about the LinkedIn side is you linked in with me, there we go, and then they try and sell to me instantly. Straight um, up. <laughs> you need to build that relationship first. It's yep. it, it's not knock a door. Um, it, it, it's a totally different platform. Um, and I've, I've never reached out to anyone and said, right, okay, brilliant. Thanks for linking in. Do you fancy shoving some business Mansfield's way? Or do you want to have a chat with us about, about TMG or whatever else it may be? It's not, it's, it's relationship first, engage, and then away we go, hopefully. 
it's exactly the same when i when i launched social for brokers yes last year i'd spend two or three hours on linkedin all day every day commenting on people's stuff but not commenting for the sake of it stuff that i thought i could add some value or congratulations happy birthday and I've never sent a direct message on LinkedIn to anybody. They've always messaged me. And I want to talk about this when we talk about the strategy, because you've got a great story about when you're off on holiday. But you never, I'd never reach out to somebody. The way I would do it is I would comment on people's posts. I would interact with them. I'd share their stuff. And what you don't realize on LinkedIn is when you leave a comment, it's one of the last social media platforms that shows other users what you're commenting on. Facebook used to do this. So for anybody that doesn't really use LinkedIn, when you leave a comment, it will show you've left the comment, but it will show your name and it will show your headline and your photo. So if I commented at something of Paul's, what would happen is all of his audience would probably see my name on his comments without having to click the comment and the drop down. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got so much more reach. So all day, every day, people were constantly probably getting sick of seeing my name and exactly the same as Paul. If Paul was doing it on my stuff, they'd constantly see your name, constantly see your brand colours, constantly see your headline. And that's all for free. You didn't spend a penny on that. That's the best thing about LinkedIn. And yes, it is for certain clients and you need to really pick your niche. But for, for what, what you're doing at the moment, it's the best platform possible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And we will spend money on marketing. We'll, we'll do, we'll, of course we will. But again, will we get the same reach what we have through this? The organic's the best, isn't it? Because yeah. it's you, it's you as a person, it's your personal brand. But I mean, you're big on video for your company, but how do you consume content for yourself? Are you video imagery or do you prefer reading stuff? Um, a bit of everything. Um, it, it's, I don't think there's, it, it's not porridge for one, is it? I, I think... I like whatever sort of catches catches my eye at that time. And I think I'm open to all sorts of stuff. And I think a lot of the things I've put together, bizarrely, and it's wrong to be doing this. If the wife watches this, she's going to shoot me. But I could be, I could be sat there watching, watching something with the kids or whatever else. And I'll just think, oh, that's a good idea. That, that'd look, that'd look yeah. good. And I've, honestly, I've got a notepad in the living room that'll jot things down as well. Awesome. That would work. And, but then she tells me off for not switching off. Uh, but then that leads that leads into our holiday conversation, doesn't it? But yeah, it's I don't think there's there's any set. I I just think that if, if I look at it and I like it and I think that would work, then I think there would be quite a lot of other like-minded people that would that would think the same. Like it. it goes back to what your previous manager says, and I apologise, I can't remember the four things that he said, but remember honesty. What was the other one? Mem memorable. Memorable. What else did we say? Honesty, memorable and authentic was it original original uh, um, yeah to me you can use that for social media as well the only other thing that i would say which you've you've done without thinking is being consistent that's with social media you need to do those three things plus consistency and your brand will grow exactly like you've done yeah it's, it is it's that and and i think you know where where we get to with 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 what we're hoping with with tmg is and and i don't think it's wrong to hope that we get this is, you know, we want other people talking about being with us, which I've done openly when I've been, for argument's sake, with LNG or with Simply Biz, Primus, whomever it may be. I've done that because I'm with them and I want to be seen for doing that. The hope is for us, like, say, that people are thinking that with TNG, they want to be seen with us, they want to be doing this, that, and the other. And again, this is this is even better than free advertising. This is free advertising that someone else is doing for you. So yeah, exactly. it's, uh, it's even better. <laughs> 
free for free, three times by yeah, three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in terms of in terms of the social media, do you recommend? I mean, do you think brokers should outsource their social media or have an expert do it, or prefer <sighs> them to do everything themselves? It's a tough one, isn't it? And I think I found that coming into the group, there's some of the guys that genuinely, and again, it's probably because of how things have been during this last year. And we've seen the increase and in, in the rise of purchases, house pricing, demand, whatever it may be. So I think it's time. I think time is a is a is going to be the I guess the go-to in this in this one. A lot of the guys that we deal with turn around and say they just don't have time to do their own content. So obviously we're doing something as part of TMG to help our uh, brokers and the service that we've got where we'll help them to promote and pump out some some marketing because you've got to do it. You've got to do that. Um, because you know you notice know your absence probably more than, than than sometimes for what you do, so we you know we we will help and support that way. I think you've just got to judge your business, and I think you've you've got to look at it and 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 think what what you want to get from it. Um, I will always do mine. I will always try and, and and take the time to do my own because again, it's 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 my. I don't know. I think I've probably set a standard that I want to keep. Your baby, isn't it? To where it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, I don't know, protective of that, I guess, which is which is probably a little bit silly, but I will always do that. Yes, there'll be the professional side. Yes, there'll be the corporate bits. Yes, there will be a, a mix up and a change. And a lot of my posts have been very different in the role at TMG than they were previously at Mansfield. And I think that will all that was always going to happen when we came out of lockdown anyway. It was only during lockdown that they probably went as far off, off field and jumping into pools is what they did because in all honesty we didn't have any other way of socializing with yeah. people so it was slightly different um and you know if it, if it made people laugh and smile and felt part of something in a time like that when they're locked away and they can't see family and then okay shoot me if, you know what i mean if, if that's the most that i've upset you then then fair enough but i think that again you've just got to judge on on the wrong brands and, and see as to what's what if you want to do it and, and you want it to be all about you and it's your personal brand above and, and the name above the door then brilliant yeah if you think that you need to outsource it again brilliant but i, I don't think there's a right or wrong with it no. i think it just goes to that it goes to that that final bit of what do you want to get from it if what you want to get from it is business and you don't mind how that looks and feels then you know, take what option uh, or what option you need to go with. Um, it could be from a point of view of not being able to afford someone to come and do it as well. Uh, so if you're just starting out the journey as a broker, you might not have that pipeline of business and you know leads coming back to you. Um, so, but again, I think you just yeah. This is this what practice. I say to people when they come to me. Normally, people will come to me for me to do their social media when they don't have the time. They've built the business that's so busy that on a Monday morning they'd much they'd much rather be chasing a mortgage case than they would be thinking of three post ideas for this week. Yeah. But what I do say to people is I'm not the answer. I'm, I'm not going to give you the silver bullet for social media. It doesn't happen. No. What you need to do is we need to work together where I can do your polished content, the stuff that's topical, but you still need to be putting out that personal content because that's how you're going to interact with your audience. And that nice balance is great, especially if they've got a busy week where they can't do that personal stuff but at least they know there's three posts going out every week and it's yeah, consistent yeah. like what we spoke about. Exactly that. And I, I think that's, that's perfect. And, and to be fair, I mean, I've got rules that I try and follow myself within, within my content and what we do with TMG. And I've said the same thing to the guys as part of the group um, too serious for one personality. And I, I think yeah. that will always, that will always keep people engaged always. Um, 
But again, it's awesome. yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there, mate. I think to be fair. Right, we're going to get onto the strategy question because this is the one that I do love. I like asking this one because there's so many different answers that come up. But I'm kind of thinking TikTok and LinkedIn are going to have a big feature in this next section. But So we're going to pretend that you've moved to the north of Scotland. You've got a laptop, a mobile phone, and an internet connection. What are the top things that you do to start to start generating brand new mortgage business? So, again, it, it goes back to that same thing. Um, it, it's it's being seen and it's shouting. It's shouting about what you do. Um, and, you know, I, I've got a lot of things that I'm good at. I've got a lot of things that I'm, that I'm not so good at, but I'm not going to promote the things that I can't do. Um, I'm just going to tell you about the good things and, and yep. the good stories. And, you know, you, you get to be the author of your own book. That, that's, that's the long and short with social media. You can take it to where it is um, and, and go with it wherever you want to. Um, so yeah, I would put together a huge amount of content. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Before um, you even posted anything, just make a massive collection of content. Make a, a, a massive amount of content, and I would be looking. And do I have a telly as well? Have I got a telly? Yeah, a TV. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a TV, so I can keep up to date with what's going on. Um, and I would, I would use, I would use what's going on in the news. I would use what's going on uh, with weather. I would be using anything really like micro topical. So away from mortgages, if it was raining today, you know what I mean? If if England have, you know what I mean? Played and played football. It's you, you want, so the way that I view it, anything at all that I do. So yeah, it would all be social media, a hundred percent. And it would all be about stopping people scrolling uh, because I know fine. Well, I can open LinkedIn and I'm going to see a lot of the same stuff with a lot of the same messages, which is absolutely fine. Um, but I would want to stop people scrolling. So I would be trying to do things that would resonate. So for argument's sake, today is May the 4th. Yes. So again, there's your Star Wars link in straight away. Um, and you've done a video on that this morning, haven't you? I, saw I have that. myself instead of Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a memory that I'll probably um, have nightmares about. It's been... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would too. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> so it's all about. So you're talking about mo- removing yourself from the mortgage side of thing. Just get yourself out there and get your name known, mm-hmm. and the rest they will learn what you do off the back of your purse, off, off the back of your profiles, your social yeah. media profiles. And you've and, and again, you know, the, the video, the content, the picture. That that is that's what stops people scrolling. That that bit there. That's the hook. Yeah. It's then what's in the writing. It's then what you're then putting in addition to that post. Um, so it's whatever message you want to get out there. You can get that through. You can be different with it. Uh, but as long as it comes back to what you're wanting to achieve, then that would be that would definitely be my route forward. So, so yeah, lots and lots of, of topical um, media content that would, that would get people thinking about me as opposed to your blogs that's not sat in the north of Scotland. Uh, with just these things <laughs> and I want to touch on the story now because we spoke about this before we came on the podcast because you said to me I'm glad you asked the strategy question because I got in trouble when I was on holiday <laughs> because you were doing exactly what we've just spoken about weren't you yeah I was so it's yeah so a, t- a two-week holiday I think prior to working for the Mansfield um, I admit into this but I never really enjoyed my job um, and I really yeah. didn't Working for the Mansfield, and ever since September 18, I've loved doing what I do. Oh, and wow. I think the wife would, would shoot me for this, but it, it's, it's that off button as well. Um, I, I sometimes can't switch off from work because I enjoy it. 
it's not just a job that I'm being paid to do. I enjoy the stuff and I enjoy the interaction and everything that's part of it. Um, so when we were away on holiday, um, because I was getting an awful lot of messages and a lot of cases that were sent in to me on LinkedIn, I felt obviously I had to put an out of office on just to say that I'm, you know, not at Mansfield for the next two weeks, blah, blah, blah. Um, if, if you need to, to contact anyone at Mansfield Building Society, this is who you need to contact. Um, but then I, I started sending out a few a few posts and a few bits and pieces regarding I'm going to be back on this day. So if you've got any cases that you that you've got, keep them to the side, and I'll <laughs> I'll come back to you on that day. And again, there'd be a picture probably of, of someone sat at a bar in 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 Mallorca or whatever else it may be. Um, but but again, it was yeah. It, I'm always I'm always thinking of stuff, and I mean yeah. I took I took pictures and I, I took videos on holiday that I then used when I came back. Um, <laughs> you're never away from work so never no, trust this man in a foreign country with a phone because you'll create no. a business out of it <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> yeah i hope the wife doesn't see this <laughs> my next holiday is going to be different isn't it yeah. <laughs> have you got so, any uh, booked up at the minute are you off any have you got anything lined up no i think we're going to hold off this year we, we had that chat and i mean we've got i've got we've got two two boys uh so it's six and a half and, and two and a half year old now a two and a half year old is it and every parent that's got a, a child that's two and a half he's very very lively he doesn't do what he's told to do he's going through the terrible twos he's not sleeping brilliantly the thought of going on holiday um just do it in the uk yeah yeah i think so i think so this year so i think we'd have probably done that anyway and then we'll we'll probably do something big next year yeah. get that paddling pool out and pop your suit on mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, perfect no. way to end it paul um <laughs> Now, everybody that comes on the podcast, I ask before you come on a charity that's close to your heart because I'll donate £10 for every guest that I have on the podcast. So which one was it going to be? Uh, for me, it was Seed, the eating disorder service. Uh, and so I'm close friends to Gemma Orton, who's the manager of Seed and a, like I say, a friend of ours and a charity partner for us at TMG as well. Great. Fab. I'll make the donation for you great charity uh, i saw something on linkedin that you'd commented on actually yesterday so right well thanks so much for coming on paul i've been following your socials for a while so it's actually nice to to speak in person um now you can connect with paul on his social channels just go to linkedin you'll see his face somewhere um, <laughs> search for paul lewis or look for the money group but thank you so much again paul for coming on i appreciate it no you're welcome cheers chris thanks for having me bye-bye so thank you very much for listening if you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.